G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. And it is 11.46 here on SENZ. Uh, we're coming towards the end of our exclusive hour uh, regarding uh, this week's magnificent carnival that they've put together. Of course, uh, New Zealand's premier thoroughbred and standardbred auction house, your source of success. You simply have to go to nzb.co.nz. And I'm really pleased to say on the line, uh, we've got uh, their managing director, uh, Andrew Seabrook, uh, who joins us. First of all, Andrew, welcome to the show. Congratulations on putting together another great event. Everyone looking forward to it. Slight difference this year, of course. It's a little bit more removed from the sales itself. Yeah, morning, Smithy. Yeah, great to be here. Um, yeah, completely different this year, of course, and uh, a, a lot less stress too, to be honest. Of course, we always uh, sell at Caracca the day after the Caracca Million, and uh, that selling goes for a week or so. But because of COVID and various other things, we've, we've put the sales off this year till uh, March. So, uh, yeah, so this is the first time ever that the sales haven't followed the big uh, night at Ellerslie. Hey, Seebs, good to have you on, mate. Appreciate your time. Uh, how's the summer been for you? Did things, the timeline been pushed back a little bit different? Did, did that just mean that there was a, a bit more of a, a calmness around the place, or are you still thinking about March and getting through the Karakamillion and still busy as ever? You know, always thinking about uh, the sales, even though they're not till March. But it's been fantastic, you know. It's um, I know we put off the sale to March because of COVID and we're trying to get the borders open. But it looks like it's... Um, it's Everyone's really pleased, uh, you know. Even though we're not going to get the internationals here, because it's given given everyone an opportunity to have a have a bit of a break. You know, it's it's a busy time. We've got the ready to run sale then into Christmas and entertaining uh, people from from around the place and yelling parades going on. The breeding season's still happening, so it's um, it's been good. And and the buyers and the vendors and the vets seem to be happy that they've been given this bit of a reprieve. And of course, the horses have been able to stay out in the paddock sort of six weeks longer. So that's always going to suit the Kiwi breeds to have a bit more time in the paddock and and um, I think the March sale is going to work out really well. Morning Andrew do you think that may be the way heading forward if all the borders were open and we had no COVID travelling restrictions this time next year when do you think the decision is made whether we become a March sales industry or would you like to see it return to the back end of January? We'll be having a good look at the sales this year, Michael, and I, honestly, if, if it goes well in March, um, we'd be very silly not to think about uh, moving the sales there uh, full-time. Um, we'd have to make that decision pretty quickly. We'd have to talk to, to Magic Millions and, and Inglises in Australia because, of course, it, it's, it is quite tight in the March sales period. Uh, I'd imagine that one of them could move forward into late January, so to speak, but the feedback I'm getting from from vendors and, and buyers um, is that hey, March might be the way to go. Um, so we'll we'll sit down after the sale, um, talk to talk to buyers and vendors, and and come up with a plan. And um, you know, if all goes well, um, I, I don't see why we couldn't move them permanently in the future. When you look at the field for the two-year-old uh, double tree. On Karaka, double tree, um, two-year-old race here, Andrew. 
when you look at it and you look at how much these horses were purchased by, by these yearlings and you see 7,000, 34,000, 40,000, 50,000 for Wolverine as well as you know the 240,000 for Grace and Grey and, and those sorts of horses, how proud does that make you that you've got a horse for everyone at different price points that can turn back up into this fabulous race? Yeah, really proud. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, there's something there for everyone and, and it goes to show you don't have to go to the sales and you know, spend a fortune to to uh, have the winner or, or a runner. I mean, fifty grand for the hot favourite, and but the you know a thousand dollars for for a horse bought online. And so we've got two horses in the race, guys, that were and as you probably know, were bought online. Now that's never happened before. Uh, so last year we opened up, had a couple of sales, South Island sale and a, and a special online sale. Um, so seven thousand six hundred for time ruler, and you know a thousand for time. So. Um, yeah, no, it's fantastic, and um, the average for the whole 15 or 14 runners is about 99,000, so um, no, you don't have to spend a fortune to get a runner. And the upside of that, Andrew, of course, is that, uh, you know, the way horses are getting syndicated these days, it, it doesn't cost you lost a lot um, to, to be involved very quickly and, and, and get excited very quickly. That's right, Smithy. I mean, that's the way that the whole game is is moving, isn't it? Is to, to syndication. And if even you look at the the Magic Moon results last week, the syndicators were just huge, spending spending a lot of money and and um, just cutting them up, cutting them up into you know ten, twenty, thirty, forty, sometimes more shares. And um, and and that's what um, you know a lot of these runners are syndicate horses, as you know. And and um, you know for people listening out there that that haven't got involved in, in racing before and they think it's a rich man's sport, well, far from it. It's, it's certainly not. It's, uh, mm. You can spend as little as much as you want to. It's a great thing about racing, and, and particularly when you can yeah. run for a million, a small piece of it. You Absolutely. Know? We play us, uh, an ad on this show and Brendan McCullum says, uh, beats the hell out of scoring a Test 100, uh, winning a winning race or so. I think that pretty well sums it up from our point of view. Andrew, a big weekend <laughs> for you. Uh, yeah. I hope it all goes well. Uh, and then, of course, the sales following that. We'll be in touch before then, and hopefully we can uh, bring a broadcast team out to those sales and do some stuff live from there. So look forward to that opportunity. In the meantime, hope it goes well for you this weekend. Yeah, thanks, Smithy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, Andrew Seabrook there. Right, uh, fellas, uh, I think we'll take a short break, and uh, one of the most important aspects of it, of course, is the punt coming up. What has been the reaction at the TAB? Uh, let's uh, see if we can get hold of the boys down there in Petone and give us the latest information. It's coming up.